That's right, everybody. Welcome to the soft shoe edition. To ye old soft shoe. Kelly and I have our tops and tails on today. We certainly do. We've got our we've got our canes. We've got we've our polished our canes. We're leaning on them sort of one on. way and leaning yeah. the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of a Danny K meets Judy, you know, I referenced, Judy, Judy, Judy. I said to one of the 22-year-olds that I work with, I was like, <laughs> very pink Horrible panther. Horrible way to start a sentence. Yeah. yeah. I said, very pink panther. And not the Steve Martin one either. And he was like, uh-huh. And I was like, are you aware that that movie existed before? I don't even mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. is he aware of the Steve Martin one? I don't know. I d- literally don't know what the frame of reference is. Yeah. That, I will say, is kind of a, that's a little bit of a bold, like, you went out on a limb with that one a little bit. I love those movies. They're so funny. No, yeah. I mean, they are a, a, a reference that one could make. Inspector but... Crusoe. Of course. I mean, uh, when anyone kind of, you know, at, at, at a school music show, someone starts doing Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. Come on. Bringing mm-hmm. bring the house mm-hmm. down. What is that, an oboe? What is that? Uh, yeah, I think it is, actually. God, I'm good. Um, <laughs> she knows her woodwinds, <laughs> folks. She knows her woodwinds. Hi, everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is the best fucking podcast you'll ever listen to in your life. <laughs> best fucking podcast in the world. And don't get it twisted. And don't, don't ever fucking get it twisted. You forget it. Um, <clears throat> I do really believe that, and um, I'm not afraid to say it. So hundred percent. Um, Kelly, how are you? We've talked, we've been speaking for our usual one hour before we record. Um, good. I am good. I, what's going on with me? Anything? I got a new duvet cover, you know? Oh, that's so exciting. What's the, uh, what's the material you're working with? It is just a a cotton, regular old cotton. It's pink. I don't know if you oh. remember this, um, but when the last time I had COVID, I um, bought all the materials to make a headboard. Oh, I remember. Um, now, have I made the headboard? No. Mm. But I think that this duvet will look very nice with the headboard when I do make it. So it's kind of a motivating. I like that. You know, we'll see. I, f- I forget. Are you a three timer COVID? Two timer. Two timer. Two-time club with me. <clears throat> okay, got it. Two-time. Sally two-time, they call her. Two-time. Um, do you have a service story? Um, do I have a service story? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I have actually been working a lot because of a lot of people were sick at my work this past week and then mm-hmm. someone put in their notice and da, da 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 and like so many things um and so it's almost like it, everything has just completely it's just mush in my brain but um I would say last night I was bartending in front of uh 
three men and a woman who didn't really speak. Um, so three men. Um, three men and a baby. Three men and a baby. Um, and they were talking about, from what I could gather, at least one of them was lawyers, if not more of them. And they were talking about AI and how much they think that it is a powerful tool. Um, and, you know, they were talking about, well, I used to pay someone. I think it was like basically he was saying he used to pay a paralegal. Um, and he was like, and now that's um, going to be totally automated within three months. <laughs> and I was like, um, okay, cool. And then in six months, you were paying a paralegal $60,000 a year. This was his words. Uh, and in six months, you're going to have to pay someone $150,000 to actually completely clean up the mess that letting chat GPT run your law firm. Like it just yep. was yep. hilarious to me to hear people who probably work at law firms where they would not hire a lawyer who had gone to a state school talk yeah. about letting <laughs> yeah. some of the most shoddily made software um, do anything. And it's mm-hmm. like, Simply because the people who made um, the bad algorithm went to Stanford. Um, I thought it was fascinating. And I said, cheers to you. Cheers to you and your soon-to-be-defunct law <laughs> firm. It's like, You're... Cause, and they, that was one of the things they said. They were like, ChatGPT, it passed the bar, it passed the bar at 90%, da-da-da-da. And it's like, um, that doesn't prove the efficacy of... The program, it proves that, you, like, people have to clear this ridiculous yeah. hurt. Like, the That's bar... That's a statement on the bar. Right. Like, Obviously. And also, it's like, a test is always going to be easy to... They're designed to be passed. Like, it's so a it's screening, cool. but it's designed to be passed. And also, the practice of anything is significantly more complicated than the test that precedes it. You You know, why do lawyers get to have a test that's called the bar? That's like the coolest name you could have for a test. I know it really is. I'm passing the bar. The bar is being right. I mean, like that's, there's no better name. The GRE get fucked. I I know. Anyways. That's one thing they got on us. I'll say that. That's one thing. It's just so. Yeah, it's going to be a. I'm telling you, I, 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 we said this, I said this earlier before we recorded this, this Pluto Aquarius shit, these fucking AI fucks are going down. This is not, this is, this is going to be something to watch. Mark my goddamn words. No, I completely agree. AI is just the most stupid. It's just like machines. What's that meme that I fucking love? It's like, do not speak to me in my mother, like in my mother tongue. Like all robots shut up, like shut the fuck up. I am a sacred angel. I am a sacred, do not like, do not dare. Do not it's also to just truly like to me on a very practical level, it is akin to Gutenberg being like, should I invent invent the printing press or should I be worried about like incels? Like it's like the <laughs> rudimentary like should I not do it because like incels? 
Like, literally, the stage that we're in with AI is, like, to call it intelligence is so farcical. You're talking about algorithms. You're talking about a math fucking problem. You're not talking about intelligence. And, like, the idea of, like, AI, like... First of all, I thought you were going to say something about Steve Gutenberg, and I was like, where is this <laughs> where going? Where is this going? But also, where is this going? You know what just, I mean? On both... Just no, I get to it, say but... artificial intelligence, like the idea that that has like any bearing on like any like <clears throat> people, like no, it's just I, so far no, from any close hewing to actual intelligence really it's just it's really tough to be someone who is just a little nobody who can see this all the way fucking through to the obvious end and it's like eh, no one gives a fuck so okay let's ride this shit out but it is going to end horribly for the fake robots and the computer fucking systems or whatever the fuck like it not the main frame is getting hacked everybody so rest assured these little fucks are not coming for your jobs i swear to fucking god you heard it here first on the best podcast in the world absolutely great point and i am doing fine uh thanks for asking i ate an entire frozen pizza last night along with an entire it's a Trader Joe's. A Trader okay. Joe's Great. bad graphic design, wood-fired, you know, bullshit. Um, been, been there a time or two. Yeah, it's uh, it's an experience, I will say, um, relevant to today's topic. And um, also drank a thirteen ninety nine dollars uh, uh that's not how you say that a 13 14 let's round up 14 dollars that's okay bottle. i think you're doing it it's... in the native tongue of an italian it was a 13.99 dollars <laughs> uh yeah it is cosmopolitan of me to speak that way um and i got it from the shitty little bodega by my house and it has a seashell on the cover of it and i drank all of it and then uh i lied down on my living room floor in my coat so an awesome saturday night i had a blast and i'm really happy to be here now with you all um i mean that's breakup behavior and Mm. that's what (laughs) that's what you get to do and it is honestly kind of fun yeah this is see the thing is folks and you may have picked up on this but i have been displaying some funny farm behavior and those closest to me know more more you know more than anyone you think you can escape the funny farm behavior when it's you and you say, I'm going, I watch all those other people lose their minds after a breakup. Couldn't be me, Mm-mm. folks. It's going to be you and it's okay. You will do it. You will be taken to the funny farm. What, how much of that you reveal to the public, up to you. There's only so much you can keep stuffed inside. It leaks out inevitably in weird ways. So yeah. don't even bother. Anyways, I, mean, I think I, yeah. Yeah, I think. I think it's awesome. Obviously, you can do that in New York, but also, like, inevitably, you find yourself um, 
in some horrible public place. Like, it's so fun in Eugene. Like, you're in Eugene. Like, you can really, like, you can really paint a picture so vividly. Mm. And in New York, like, it, it, it's always going to be cliche because, like, inevitably you're outside of, like, it's not well, going to be a frozen pizza. You're outside of scars. And that's Are you crying debating. on the subway? And, yeah, right. I mean. And then it's cliche. It's not, it's not innovative. It's not the moment. It's not innovative. <laughs> I mean, I think I definitely can luxuriate in a way that I, I, I couldn't New York, in New York with this. But I do really miss, this is the one thing I will say, is uh, being able to take a walk at any hour yeah. and having it not be weird yeah. or dangerous. Yeah. Because I might get hit by a car because I live in suburbia at like 3 a.m. and everyone will be drunk. That's what I, I would like to go out for a contemplative walk whenever I want. Yeah. And have it be nice and easy. That's what New York has. Otherwise, yeah, I'm fucking hiding from Steve, my neighbor, uh, at our HOA neighborhood, cranking Siggies and listening to uh, Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol over and over again for some yes. reason. Even yes. though that's a bad song and it doesn't even make sense to anything I'm feeling, somehow, no, that's what I want to listen to at one a.m. right yeah. before I fall down on the, the floor. syncopated beats are kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, you get it, yeah, I get it, I get it a hundred percent. But we're moving, we're making moves, we're working through it, and uh, you know, I think they released me from the funny farm proper, so right, you're in the halfway house now. Mm. Yep. Okay, it's 13 minutes in. Let's get ripping. Let's get to it. Um, okay. Fun topic. This is a fun topic. Um, this is uh, featuring a man who has presumably the second best podcast in the world, but we don't know because it's in Italian. And... Oh, nuts. Oh, nuts. I don't speak that language. Um, this is an article from the Financial Times, um, which is hilarious. Periodical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and written by, um, Mariana Guesti. Capicola. What? <laughs> what? What was that? Bella Vita. Um, and it's called Everything I, an Italian, thought I knew about Italian food is wrong. <gasps> Stop. Grabbed me. I'm listening. What's going <laughs> oh on? Oh my God. <laughs> Click baited like a like a like a fish in the Adriatic Sea. I'm a goddamn guppy out here. Feed <laughs> me, babe. Okay. Um, <laughs> like a beautiful sardine. Mm, um, just trying to think of Italian sardine. food. Right. Yeah. Um, guppy was kind of how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. Guppy totally. Um. So Alberto Grandi is um a. Uh, Marxist historian who is kind of going around and <laughs> going all around town. <laughs> he is going all around, <laughs> running his damn mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and kind of debunking these sort of kind of heritage claims of different mm. Italian foods um, yes. with the project of kind of breaking down. Uh, like ethno-nationalist hegemony that mm-hmm. exists in in Italy about you know pasta and stuff like that. Yeah, really interesting and hot of him to do. I know, I know. I was like, I die for you immediately. Like, I was like, I'm obsessed with uh, you. 
yeah, talk about hook, line, and sinker. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Um, yeah, Mama Mia is correct in this situation. I believe I'm using that term. <laughs> I believe that phrase. Now this is a native phrase, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Mama Mia, Mama Mia, and um, a wooga, dare I? <laughs> Do you guys have big wolf eyes that come out of your body in the shape of hearts and come and back into your, your head? And does your tongue ever just all just roll on out and then it kind of hits the floor and then you kind of wheel it back in? <laughs> this is around in your culture. This is a cross-cultural exchange I'm really interested in. <clears throat> um, yeah, really interesting stuff. I did. I don't often think about. Uh, I, I don't know. The Italian food thing, I feel like, has in recent, the last decade, I mean, it started with eat, love, pray, or whatever the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. As pray, like the, yeah. the, the eat, pray, yeah, I knew I was getting it wrong, but, um, and like, stay at fucking, the Tucci has his show, like, <laughs> the Tucci. The Tucci yeah. with his fucking, whatever the fuck, and Elsa Roman, Everybody rewatched it's... The Sopranos. Da, 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 da. Yes. Italian food definitely also, you cannot fucking throw a stone in New York right now without every restaurant is either a pasta restaurant or just randomly has one pasta dish, hand rolled, made in house pasta dish right now. You cannot get away from pasta. Yeah, everyone's eating pasta. That's so true. That's so true. It's interesting. It's interesting. <clears throat> but these, and like, I'm of a few, I want to know more because I feel like this, this is a good like intro piece. Obviously it's in the financial time. So I'm not expecting like a, a long read kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not really familiar with their style book. I, <laughs> admittedly. <laughs> I mean, this sounds really fascinating and a lot of it, is, you know, about, you know, identity and, uh, like, you know, immigration and like the U S and all of that, which is fascinating. And like post-war booms and like how mm -hmm. that affected how we're creating like new identities and through food. Yeah. And, and, and the and reverse then, cultural exchange of right. Americans, Italian Americans kind of exporting that food back to Italy and then having it live in this imagination of this was always part of our history. Right. Like Italian Americans inventing basically like one of the big contentions of Alberto mm. is that pizza was like a pretty isolated food in Italy that it was isolated to the coast. And there were some like for like obviously flatbreads are in kind of every culture, but yeah. like top flatbreads, but um, pizza and that being like a, a dominant cuisine and the idea of a pizza restaurant that only existed on the coast in Southern Italy, like in the Sicily. streets, like a street food. Yeah. And then when Italian people moved to the U S they popularized pizza and then it's exported back after yeah. the war and now Italian people, if you ask them like the average Italian on the street, they would be like, Oh, of course it's part of our identity. Right. And that uh, the first pizza, I mean, of course this is all like 
but I believe this guy, I believe his research, that the first pizza place, you know, real like a is New York. It's New York. Like yeah. that's that's pizza, right? Is and and like yeah, and it is like this weird like what is it called? Like a I'm like it's it's the fucking like Berenstein Bear shit. It's like it's like well yeah. it's like this collective sort of agreement or you know like miss you know it's not exactly that. Well but, yeah, yeah but it is like this sort of like the meaning making well, because he points to this specific sort of like the Italian Great Leap Forward right. from 1958 to 1963, and that it's post-war and also this big expansion of um, I don't I don't even I mean I guess now we would kind of talk about this as sort of like nationalization or corporatization. Yeah. But, uh, like, supermarkets, basically. Right. And and shipping and refrigeration and all of these, like, innovations and how, um, like, he talks to all these 100-year-old people uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember the first time I saw mozzarella. It was in the 60s in a supermarket, right. if they're from northern Italy and, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And... But also in that, like, period of huge innovation, the need to understand yourself as part of a lineage and that, like, it's a completely fracturing experience to... Like, wartime, like, poverty, trauma. I mean, yeah, it's... Right. Into such abundance. Right. And the need to understand yourself as part of uh, a lineage and and part of a thousand year history, like continuity, and yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's fascinating, also, just the way that the decision to invent that history then is like the decision gets lost, like, and the invention gets lost, mm-hmm. like, as soon mm-hmm. as you decide to invent that history, it's like. That's real now. The tradition is real. And it is in some way. Like, yeah, totally. You know, it is because because they all do it. And it is a tra- it, like this. All of these questions is like it's something that like folklorists talk about all the fucking time. It's like, what is authentic? It's authentic if you do it. And it's that's what you do. I mean, there's no like authenticity and identity and all of these like contested terms especially in like food ways and all of this stuff it's like i mean at this point it is authentic or you know what i mean yeah. it is tradition now and you've decided this but it is it's fascinating to see like you know okay tiramisu fucking panettone like all of that stuff is really recent and is part of like yeah a co- like commercial products and like big brands and all of that and it's like so fascinating to like bypass that and be like that's, we don't think about that. That's not what happened. It's always been here. Really interesting. And also I thought what's so interesting was talking about how Parmesan, the closest like cheese product to like the original Parmesan, which was made like, you know, what, like 6,000 years ago or whatever it was, is in Wisconsin from Italian. It's literally like Belgiorno. Yeah, it, that's what it was. 
It's like it was yeah. wetter and it yeah, was soft. denser and soft rather than and, like dry, crumbly from a right. giant wheel. Yeah. It's so interesting. No, it's so fascinating. No, I, it's, I mean, it's definitely a folklore moment of like, how do you, yeah, just make meaning and like food. And that's like what we always talk about on this podcast, the best podcast in the world <laughs> is that like so much of our meaning culturally and as individuals and in families comes from food and the way we share food and pass food around and share recipes and all of this stuff. And it's like how you choose to, yeah, talk about it, remember it is so much more significant than the actual like factual history of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, when it's used for fucking right wing propaganda, <sighs> I mean, yeah, it's obviously. a no. It's a nar. <laughs> um, I mean, literally, they also pointed out, like, this town that has this, like, tortellini festival, and the mayor was like, so we're going to make one without pork, and then, like, the right wing, so that, like, Muslim people and Jewish people can right. eat the tortellini, and then the right wing, which obviously is very, very huge in Italy... Yeah. Um, party was like you can't do that and then they had to get like the town historian to be like so actually the first examples of this tortellini was poultry so like we can it's also like I mean it's direct proof that like all of this I mean even thinking about like how poor white people in America are now pro-cop when literally 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago one of the big signifiers differentiating poor and rich people, white people in this country, were that poor people were anti-cop and yeah. rich people were pro-cop. And now, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, anyway, the meaning making of whiteness is always fascinating. But also, it's so funny to then, in response, like, just the liberal impulse to be like, well, the actually, and like point out like either like a fact or the hypocrisy of the right wing. It's like, don't, who gives a fuck? Just be like, no, no. who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm making chicken tortellini, you little bitch. <laughs> I'm the mayor. Who's the mayor? Who won the election? You little fucking bitch. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, I, all, there's so much coward behavior going on in this world. You know, Sh like, shut the, f just fucking, I, 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 it's this bowing to this shit is like, so ridiculous it's so fucking ridiculous erasing culture with a tortellini filling get fucked what are you talking about get fucked that's a completely it's the idea are, do you hear yourself that, or like it that's yes the idea that you have to like counter any of this with like actual fact or like logic I, yeah or whatever exactly it's like exactly so ridiculous and this is only proof of how much you actually don't need history to be on your side to create something meaningful and actually something that can be quite joyful minus the ethno-national implications of Italian people being like, you know, this is how we make bolognese. Like, we got that wonderful meme where the guy goes, and if my grandma had the wheel, she would be a bicycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it can be a joyful enterprise. I mean, I believe that he was ripping on a... I believe she was British, correct? Yes. 
Yeah. So that's fair game. Up, come on. You you have to. I don't trust a single thing those people do with food. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting. Like I mean, back to like he was. Uh, what's his last name again? Grandy. 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 Well, in this piece, it was like uh, the a minister of agriculture suggested establishing a task force to monitor quality standards in Italian restaurants around the world. He fears that chefs may get recipes wrong or use ingredients that aren't Italian. And it's like, I'm. It's so fascinating to me. What do you think that would look like? <laughs> yeah. And what would be the repercussions? Yeah. And what would be the, the, the I want to see the reports. Like, how yes, is this being definitely. carried out? And, like, tell me, like, beyond kind of, like, the, the baseline, like, what are the other evil reasons you're doing this? I try, I do. Like, I do, yes. I am fascinated by that role. I would love, a, like, a, yes, an international task force being amassed to go to Italian restaurants in like god only knows You're like, where kush, kush, kush. <laughs> you just fucking you have a fucking battering fucking ram in that? <laughs> not traditionally get it out you're under arrest guns fucking pointed like already fucking out when you enter fucking yeah. whatever the fuck carbone or whatever (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh my god carbone it's like yeah they're shutting down carbone it's like epstein's flight logs like it's like all our favorite celebrities in handcuffs like no not julia fox (gasps) she had her first date with kanye yeah she's going down for sure they're wrapping like uh like police tape with like basil on like printed on it or something like around (laughs) the fucking restaurant (laughs) They're like no entree, fucking. Absolutely oh my not. god! It's this like they're they're importing like an Amanda Knox type of you know. I need like um. Game. Yeah, I need I need <laughs> to watch a film. Dare I say a film, a series even? Oh what my do you call god! When three? Of what? what do you call a three movie thing? Trip. Ugh, God, why not am I so to... stupid? I don't. Is there a name for A trilogy. Oh, oh. I was like, is there even a name for that? <laughs> yes, obviously. Well, I mean, Can such a thing be named? Bodega wine brain ass <laughs> fucking bitch. Shut oh the my fuck God. up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, this is the thing. Who can take an Italian seriously? These are, these hijinks are absolutely hysterical. Any, all of these suggestions are ludicrous. It's also, I, I would love for the Italians to invent this because you know that then the French are going to come in and say, oh, we have one too. We have oh. our little cultural minister. And then we have, and then maybe they have a rivalry. Maybe it's like, oh. you know, like, you know, county and, and state police. And then they're, you know, fighting each other. And oh, yeah, I yeah. dream. Yeah. I dream. Duke it out. Duke it out. It would be so fun to watch. I mean... You know, if we have to wage wars, let it be over Tortellini and let it be public and free entrance Mm -hmm. for me to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to see you guys duke it out. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think we deserve that after all we've been through. After all we've been through, I deserve to see bloodshed (laughs) over, yeah, focaccia versus... 
peg at? You know, it would be great to see what a French person thought about this. Oh, this yeah, I would scenario. love your I French mean, way. You know, oh, the withering. They wouldn't even have to say anything, probably. We would just. I know. would love to hear like a French person kind of try to take down the the like the you know like their sort of cultural designations and then you know maybe someone comes in and starts talking about the AOCs and wine the noble grapes and then mm. you know and then and then it starts to blow up and then maybe an English person does try to weigh in and then they they both turn on the English person <sighs> come on entire countries let's go <laughs> let's go my father is uh, a bit of a francophile not surprisingly Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, um, you know, tried to like impart some French sort of custom, you know, things upon me, whether or not these are true, I don't know, but like kind of as like a let's rise above our class kind of thing, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and one of them, which I always think about, and I'm just like, fucking no, is um, my dad hates the way, hates when people pose for pictures, like smile or whatever. And says that the French say, uh, instead of like cheese, you know, when everyone smiles or whatever, that the his, the French actually say, uh, when, you know, your picture is about to be taken, they say, uh, petit pomme, which is a little apple. And like the face that you make when you say petit pomme is a much better sort of more natural face to have in a photograph, which I think about a lot. And I'm like, what if I just, what if I was out here doing that? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's. That would be one of the most horrific things a person could kind of. I mean, it's kind of giving, it's giving like YA. No shade to your dad, but it's really like, it's giving John Green, like a girl being like, um. So actually, you say petit pomme. Ridiculous. The French. Do that. Okay, and if you are, does that real? Where did I get that? I've never heard that, but I don't know the traditions of taking photos in France. The tradition. (laughs) I I don't know the storied history. They think it steals your soul if you take a picture in France. They don't do it. They don't do it. They don't do it. Mm -mm. No. Um, Just film. It has to be film. The laws of laïcité protect your right to um, refuse to have your photograph taken. Oh my god, the 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 French snobbery around La Icite. Stoops. They, well, you know, they have to have something. They're fucking. Of course, of course, they have to have something, and they have a lot. Is the thing they have a lot, and you know, we make fun of the French, but they are out here burning shit down, and we love. Yeah, um, look what's going on in Paris right now. It's really so fucked because. As I've said before, and is one of the more shameful things about me, is that <sighs> Macron is, he is hot. And it's really, it's, it's, so it's, no, it that. fucking sucks. So it fucking sucks because that. he is an evil person and I hate him. And his so wife weird. is really old and that is cool. And so they're both they horrible. I, look, I'm just, this, I, this is just What I'm wondering real. is I want to do Euro trip in September and I want to know like what's. What is Euro trip? You're in high school. This is junior year of high school. We're going on Euro trip. What are you fucking Yeah, I'm going on Euro trip. Euro trip. You're going, you're going on Euro trip. What I does that mean? I want to go on Euro trip. That, 
okay, I that's <laughs> not something people say that is I'm like, going your own trip. <laughs> Yeah. That is like the art history trip that you could take in my high school if you. <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out it. if I can do it, or if I'm gonna get shot on sight, or I guess they don't even have guns. Stabbed. You'll get stabbed, but you'll it, it will be cheap to fix. True. In the hospital, it'll be like. They're like, five what euro. you need to do is rub the olive oil. And then someone can take care of you and nurse you back, back to, to health. health. Yeah, Lily, and now you're talking. So I'm coming with you on Euro trip, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be a real hoot and a holler. I think so. Euro trip, guys, send us to Euro trip if you <laughs> if that's at all possible. Uh, I am using the Patreon money to pay my rent currently, so can't really stockpile any money. But if you're feeling generous, how about two all expense paid uh, trips? You know, to Euro. <laughs> Euro. <laughs> Yeah, why not? First class is preferable, but not necessary. And I think Kelly and I would really benefit from some fresh air and good food Mm -hmm. and good company. Absolutely. French doctors, you know, (laughs) I'm going to get stabbed. So, (laughs) you know, I'm going to set it up so it looks like (laughs) a random thing. But I will, will be stabbed. I will pay. The, I will need additional money to pay someone to stab Kelly. So, <laughs> right. but I think only like fifty euros. I don't know what the going price is for a stabbing in Europe, but I, uh, again, I. French people, please weigh in. Uh, please, <laughs> please weigh let in. No, so I can start kind of budgeting for it. Yeah, I'm. I don't think you could pay me to stab someone, but <laughs> I think there are people you could pay to stab someone, and I think they would do it for cheap. Some of them. I don't know if there's a French Craigslist. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to cheap out on the on stabbing <laughs> you because you got to have the right knife. You got to know how far to go, how deep. You, mm-hmm. you, that's not where you want to skimp. True. True so, enough. In my opinion. Okay. Well, um, I think we've wasted enough of your time. <laughs> um, I've had a blast. Um, I don't think we have any new patrons. Um, we are, oh, we got to get you a Patreon episode soon and we have a newsletter and we will. And I still have not forgotten about the hotline. It's on my to-do list during spring break and always write in your service stories. There's a link in our Instagram bio for that. It's a Google form. You can fill out, tell us whatever your dumb coworker did. If you saw a celebrity, whatever the fuck, um, you can also email us at the F O H pod at Gmail review rate and subscribe yeah we love ya love ya bye bye bye